Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. John 3.16 communicates in part is that the heart of your heavenly father is the heart of a devoted parent, a doting dad who just wants good things for you. He's just focused on blessing you and helping you. And, And in those times when you don't immediately see that, you need to know it so that as you move forward, you know, you, you don't miss it. While many of us are all too familiar with John 3.16, we are sometimes so familiar with it that we end up losing sight of its implications. As Pastor Robert will teach you in his message today, this verse is far more than a mere declaration of salvation. In his study, you'll learn how this verse also tells us of the fatherly love that God so desires to pour out on each of us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. going to direct our attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 10 today. Our focus here at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach is simply the scriptures, the word of God. We want to know what's in the book because we believe God gave it to us to guide us and to instruct us and for our encouragement and edification, you know, to build us as people. So we just walk through it book by book and chapter by chapter, verse by verse. We've been working through the book of 1 Corinthians for some time now. We have uh, we left off last week at the end of chapter 9, and we'll pick it up today in chapter 10. You know, as we left off last week in the um, end of chapter 9, Paul was talking to us about living life with passion and with purpose, with focus. He, he said in verse 24 of chapter 9, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And then he went on to talk about that. He says, you know, listen, he said, this is the way I live my life. I'm not aimless. I'm I'm very focused. I I don't, you know, just run through life this way and that way. And, you know, and the battle that we're in, we're fighting a battle. He says, I'm not just flailing away at the air. I have a target. My punches are aimed. And there's purpose Effort and there's discipline. And as we move into chapter 10, that's the context. You know, living, deliberate, focused, disciplined lives, keep, keeping our, our gaze fixed on the finish line. We don't have that long on this planet. And remembering as we do that, that we have an unbelievably devoted father who is intent on giving us good things and 
growing us and developing us into more than we are now. You know, I, I thought about this uh, this morning. You know, what, Lord, what do you want underneath this? What do you want communicated to, to your people today? And, and two verses were brought to my mind. The first one is John 3.16. You know, it's a very familiar verse. Everybody, everybody knows John 3.16, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. And we get so focused on the salvation aspect of that that quite often we we've kind of forget the beginning a little bit. God so loved the world. There's an intensity communicated in there. It's it's a it's the passion of a parent. You know, I, I love my kids. I really would die for them. I would do anything within my power to, to help, to assist my children. I try so hard to teach them the, the things that they need to know and, and learn to be able to live life. To be able to, to, to grow up, you know, to be productive, fulfilled, happy adults. And you parents, you grandparents, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You do anything. You know, it's, it's, you're not really all that concerned about them being successful and, and having a lot of stuff. What we want for them is, is that, that they're happy, that they're joyful, that, that they're good, solid people, and that their, their lives are not filled with pain and problems and difficulties and, and you know, f- issues of their own making. No, we, we want good things for him. We want the best for him. And, and what John 3.16 communicates in part is that the heart of your heavenly father is the heart of a devoted parent, a doting dad who just wants good things for you. He's just focused on blessing you and helping you. And, and in those times when you don't immediately see that, you need to know it so that as you move forward, you know, you... You don't miss it. Second verse is along the same line. In Romans 8, verse 32, Paul talking about basically the same thing, writing to the Roman church, he he says, you know, what shall we say to these things? And and he's talking about God working in our lives and, you know, his involvement. He says, what what do we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If your father is your father... And he does love you devotedly. If, if he's on your side, well, then is there really anything to worry about in this life? Not really. He goes on in the next verse. He says, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things. If your father didn't withhold Jesus, if he was willing to come and, and put skin on, if, if he was willing, if he was willing to send Jesus to be executed in your place, why would he hold out on you in any other area? He wouldn't. You know, the Bible says he has demonstrated his love in that while we were still sinners, while we were still imperfect, while we were still treating him as though he were irrelevant, He died for us. That's huge. He demonstrated his devotion. Keep that in the back of your mind 
as we look at this passage. Because what, what Paul says to us now in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, right off the bat, he tells us that there, there are examples. There, there's one huge example in the Old Testament scriptures that is easily and often overlooked by Christians. And we need to pay careful attention to it. Verse 1 of chapter 10. Moreover, brethren, I don't want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. He's talking about Israel. All our fathers were under the, the cloud, the cloud of God's glory that led them out of Egypt and through the wilderness. All passed through the sea when the Red Sea parted. Every single one of them, two million roughly Israelites, all of them experienced that. They all went through the the sea. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. But with most of them, God was not well pleased. For their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. And do not become idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in one day, 23,000 fell. Nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents. Nor complain as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now, all these things happened to them as examples, and they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to wise men. Judge for yourselves what I say. Now, I want us to back up and look at this and and think about it for a little bit. There are three points that I I want you to ponder with me. You know, last night, one of the brothers came to me after the message. He said, Pastor, I'm trying to take notes and and I get so much out of the teachings, but, you know, I'm I'm missing some of the points. So could, could you just repeat the points so that I know that when you're making a point? So I'm trying to be more careful to show you the bullet points. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it a part of your daily routine. If you'd like to learn more about the ministry of Main Thing Radio, you'll be able to do so online at MainThingRadio.com. We'd love to meet you, so if you're in the area, come join us this weekend for a time of worship, Bible study, and getting to know one another. We meet weekly on Sundays, plus we have gatherings throughout the week we'd love to include you in. Find out more by giving us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. If you'd like to hear more of Pastor Robert's messages, you can find them at MainThingRadio.com. You can subscribe to our podcast, too, and here's Tracy to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. 
From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. 